this is Nancy Sachs, and you are listening to Holistically Speaking. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. And 2020, can you believe it? New decade. And I just love the sound of 2020 anyway. And you know what 2020 reminds me of? It reminds me of perfect vision. So what I wanted to talk about briefly is I want to wish you a happy new year. I'm hoping that 2020 is a great year. I'm actually counting on it. And I wanted to talk to you about a few of my ideas for New Year, because I see so many people that get discouraged when they make a New Year's resolution, and it fails. We sometimes set ourselves up to fail if we get very, very specific and boxed in about how we're going to eat or what we're, what we're going to give up and what we're going to quit and how we're going to be specifically. Like, I'm going to work out five days a week and I'm going to give up sugar and I'm going to give up alcohol and I'm going to get up earlier and I'm going to journal and I'm going to meditate. Well, that all sounds pretty overwhelming. So what I like to do uh, at the end of a year and the beginning of a new year is kind of reflect on what the year has brought me so I've been reflecting on 2019. Of course, it's, it's the holidays right now, and we're going to kind of have a letdown in the beginning of the year. We're not going to have as many, much socializing and many, as many parties, and we're going to have to face reality that we've gained a couple pounds or we've been eating off our normal protocol and, or we've had too much alcohol or we've not been getting enough sleep. So if you're in the mindset to really review your year and what you liked about the year and what you what type of changes you might want to make i think it's great to have the mindset of rather than a new year's resolution more like new year's evolution and what does evolution actually mean it's it's really the gradual development of something especially something from a simple to a more complex form and really, that's what we're doing in life. We're evolving. We're evolving every day. Um, so it's just a process of growth and development. And that feels so much better in my body, personally, than making a resolution that I have to stick to. And I either win or I lose. I fail or I complete something. So what I also like to do at the beginning of a year, or at the end of a year while I'm reflecting, is I, I like to have um, a word for the year. And the word, I mean, in the past, I've had words like create more joy or more flow or have more balance, more allowance, say yes more. Um, and it could be anything from being healthier to having more love in your life. But when I have a word and I, I get kind of comfortable with the theme of the year, it just makes everything work so much more organically. And what I've been th pondering is that, to me, 2020 is about vision. So my word for the year is going to be clarity. I want to have more clarity. And I think that that just seems like a, a really good fit. Um, so my recommendation to you would be find a word that resonates with you and, and stick to it and try and have that be the theme and how you want to evolve into the year and how you want to grow. Because evolution or your New Year's evolution could be all about uh, health, well-being, living better, staying healthier, um, having a better mindset. 
but it doesn't have to be one specific thing. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to be sugar-free, which, again, feels very finite and very, um, I would say, kind of limiting and, and, and negative. Not that it's negative to have goals and to have resolutions, but again, it, what can you do that makes you feel positive about going forward in the year? And for me, having a year and having, I mean, having a word and having a theme is, is really something that has helped me over the last five, 10 years. Um, I'm also very into coaching my patients and my clients on making changes that are sustainable. So if you, if you say that you want to go to the gym six days a week and you haven't been working out at all, how sustainable is that going to be? It would be probably more realistic to say, well, I'm going to do 20 minutes of exercise um, two or three times a week, and I'm going to build up to five or six. Start out with walking. I mean, if you've joined a gym or if there's a class you want to go to or a yoga studio you want to try, great. But make it so that you can really succeed and excel rather than um, giving yourself a certain number of classes you want to go to and then potentially fail and feel bad about yourself and then do nothing, making it an all or nothing situation. So what is sustainable? Especially with ways of eating. I mean, we all, we know that there's, there's a new diet book every second of every day probably uh, being published. And a lot of doctors and experts and nutritionists have different takes on how you should be eating. And I believe from the bottom of my heart that for every human walking the planet, there's a different diet. Not that there's not good um, protocols out there like uh, um, plant-based, vegan, paleo, um, pescatarian, um, ketotarian. I love that one. It's like keto on a vegetarian diet. Or I've heard another one called ketobiotic, which is more plant-based keto. Um, I think all of these protocols are phenomenal. Intermittent fasting happens to be one of my favorites, and water fasting or even juice, juice fasting or cleansing once in a while are great things to incorporate. But for a lot of my clients, they don't fall into one particular category. Sometimes we have to customize protocols for them. So if you can find what works for you really well and individualize it for yourself, customize it for yourself, personalize it for yourself, you have a much better chance of succeeding and having that become part of your lifestyle. And that's the name of the game. If you can have a healthy way of eating as part of your sustainable lifestyle and a certain type of exercise and a certain amount of exercise and a certain amount of water, great. And I always tell my patients, Pick a percentage. If you want to be plant-based, but you don't want to do it all the time, do you want to be plant-based 80% of your diet, 85%, 90%, 95%, 60%? What is doable for you? And enjoy yourself. Don't get stressed when you're eating and you're maybe incorporating a cheat day, for example, which is what I do. I have one day a week, which happens to be Sunday. I call it my Sunday fun day. It makes my really healthy eating Monday through Saturday very sustainable because I know I'm going to have a day where I really feast. And that feast makes me so happy being, being a foodie. But anyway, we're, individual, we're individuals. How can we individualize our life? Make certain changes 
sustainable. And I think that that's what I would like people to take home as a message on making your New Year's evolution and finding a word that might and a theme that might resonate with you for this year and taking it from there. And also, I think that um, resolutions are really overrated if, if you're just talking about your diet and exercise. You know, what about, it, it's a brand new year. What, what do you want to bring into the year? What do you, who do you want to be? What kind of um, changes do you want to see in the world? I think maybe branching out in bigger ways than just ourselves is also very commendable and makes us feel good because giving actually feels better than receiving. So if we can do things for the planet, like maybe recycle more and um, you know, incorporate a more sustainable way of life, um, get rid of all the toxic chemicals in our house and use vinegar more often or um, you know, just buy better products, get the, download the app. Um, I think it's called Think Dirty. And before purchasing something at the grocery store, see if it's toxic. And just don't support companies that sell toxic products. I think that that's a great way to be. And that, that kind of goes along with the theme of how, how do you want your year to evolve? What would you like, what kind of changes would you like to see? What kind of um, goals would you like to materialize? And how can you make that happen over this next year? It doesn't have to be from January 1st to January 7th. It could be a whole process that you incorporate and um, evolve into, which, again, for me, just energetically, it just makes my cells in my body so much happier than thinking I've got to have a res resolution and I've got to stick to it. There are a few things in my life that I would like to make changes on, um, but they're not just how I'm eating. So I'm going to throw out some ideas. I mean, spending more time with your kids, making new friends, um, making a date with your significant other once a week, uh, call people rather than texting. I love that because, you know, I send cards to people, um, handwritten cards. I know some of you have probably fainted or some of you probably don't even know what that is anymore, but it makes people so happy and I think that those special little touches um, are, are they're going by the wayside in our in our culture, and just just having the intent to connect more with people, I think, is is a wonderful way to evolve into a healthier, happier year. Um, you know, maybe for you, you you spend a lot of time on social media, so you might want to spend a little less time. I mean, don't make it an all or nothing scenario and set yourself up for failure, but maybe spend a little less time on social media. Or find more joy in your day-to-day -day world. Gratitude is always, always a benefit for your health and well-being. Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. Um, you know, get a gratitude journal if you want. If you, don't, if you hate journaling, then forget it. Just decide that once during the day you're gonna find something that makes you happy. Uh, you could even, make part of your New Year's evolution um, spending less time with toxic people. Because sometimes it's, it is hard to find joy when you're around people or situations that are chaotic or toxic. And, um, you know, sometimes just, just saying no when you really want to say no, but you would have normally said yes. That could be very liberating, very freeing. 
and help you on your way to evolve into a healthier, happier person for 2020. Um, meditate more, maybe, or pray more, or uh, you know, say yes more instead of saying no. Um, that's something that I really want to incorporate in my year this year is to say yes a little bit more to social situations because I tend to work a lot. And um, it doesn't have to be, again, an all-or-nothing scenario. And it'll be very organic for me, but I'll just try and do things maybe that put me out of my comfort zone, maybe even that scare me. And I think that that's something nice to incorporate. That's, that's all about self-care. Um, self-care is so important. Self-care can be anything. It could be getting a massage. It could, it could be um, working out more. It could be drinking more water. It could be saying yes to more things, or it could be saying no uh, where you really need to set healthier boundaries. And that's kindness. I, I talk to my clients day in and day out about being kinder to themselves, having more compassion with themselves. And that's something that you can incorporate in for, for your year. Um, do you want that to be the, the word of the year? Kindness, compassion, self-care, self-love. Um, you know, sometimes even illness can kind of be a buildup of too many shoulds, too many um, too, too many things in your life that you're just eating and not, not speaking out about, that you're just shoving down. Uh, there's so many issues that we have in our lives that we just allow to happen, and sometimes that can just give make us sick, you know, give us an ulcer or give us... Uh, sleep disturbance or headaches or make us overeat to just to kind of numb out. So sometimes this kindness to yourself and compassion to yourself can be everything. It could be what allows you to be healthier physically because you've learned to say no where you need to and have healthier boundaries. You've learned to be nicer to yourself. You've, you've learned to take care of yourself better. Again, all of it is going to put you on your path to wellness and to evolving into a healthier, happier you. Um, it could be um, having better sleep hygiene or better sleep schedule. Um, they're talking, so much of the research now talks about trying to go to sleep at the same exact time and get up at the same time every day and how, how much better that is for, the, for your rhythms in, internally. Um, a lot of people think, well, I'm not sleeping a lot during the week, so I'll catch up on the weekend. But it doesn't always translate physically to your brain and your body because your brain has to detox at night and your nervous system has to heal and your, your body is trying to do its healing. So sometimes, um, if, if, you, if at all possible, you know, try and incorporate that as much as, much as you can by um, building a better sleep schedule and better sleep hygiene, sleeping in a dark room, sleeping where it's cooler, and all those things I've talked about in previous podcasts. Um, a lot of very successful people talk about starting a morning routine, journaling or meditating in the morning or exercising in the, in the morning or having a gratitude practice in the morning. Um, these are all very positive things. If you're a morning person, great. If you're more of a night person, you know, find a time maybe you can incorporate it. But it is a very healthy, healthy thing to be doing a a morning routine of some sort that starts your day right. And again, if, if we're looking about at um, going into 2020 and evolving into a healthier, happier people with, 
with a better mindset, a morning routine can be everything. You know, you know starting a more morning routine can be such a positive. And it doesn't have to be every day, and it's not win or lose. But just even contemplating what you might want to do in the morning could be a healthy uh, practice for you. Um, so you know, we're looking we're looking at ways to be healthier and happier. Hey, do more of what makes you happy. If 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 you would rather slam your hand in the car door than sit down and write a gratitude journal, then don't do it. Don't put that on yourself. But maybe. Um, before you go to bed, you can think of three things that you were grateful for uh, from the day. So um, I encourage you to just find your own happy zone. And these these things that, that make us happy or um, healthy or that we want to evolve into can include everything. It doesn't have to be a, a meditation in the morning. It could be um, dancing more, um, incorporating exercises in, in like a group exercise, joining a hiking meetup or something like that, um, trying a dance class, learning a new language, uh, trying a new recipe once a week. I, I like to do that because I love cooking so much. But I, I think um, cooking, it, for me, cooking or food is love. So cooking food for my loved ones is just a way for me to be creative and show how much I care. So if that's something that excites you, Hey, go for it. Try a new recipe. See what, what you love. Maybe, maybe branch out into something you've never tried before. I think that's a wonderful thing. You know, and as far as your health, like true health, if you have the desire to be healthier and eat better and drink more water and um, cut down on some of the things that are not healthy for you, I encourage you, I applaud you, just do it in baby steps. Because I always say, inch by inch, life's a cinch. Yard by yard, life is hard. If you, um, if you feel like you don't want to give up thing, everything right away, then rather than give up, just start incorporating healthier things. Incorporate more vegetables. Incorporate more water. Incorporate more clean foods. Or make January about eating clean foods that you haven't tried before. Or eating more greens. It doesn't have to be a specific diet. Um, I, I highly encourage you to see where you can add in and where you can um, reduce. If you are an all or nothing person, great. Then you're the kind of person who, who does um, a diet or a fast or a detox really well. And um, I, I applaud you. I'm, I'm a little bit more of an all or nothing person, but I have found the things that have that have sustained me and have been um, lifestyle changes that have that have worked year after year after year are the things that that are the most successful in my life. If you would have talked to me 20 years ago and told me to eat the way that I eat now, I would have said, you're crazy. I can't give this up, and I'm not going to give up weed, and I'm not going to give up dairy, and I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to do that. But that's exactly how I eat now. I eat plant-based, and I don't do dairy, and I don't do wheat, for the most part, except for my cheat day. Uh, once in a while, and I don't do coffee on a daily basis, but I will do that on Sunday. But I, I eat so clean, and I eat plant-based, and I eat food as grown, food from the ground, and I and I cook my food, and I cook it with love, and I I um, have incorporated so many healthy habits that have just become my life over the years, 
and it was a gradual evolution. And I, I encourage you and invite you to bring that evolution to your own life. Yes, we all want to eat less sugar and no fast food, but once in a while, you, you, I, you know, you, everybody wants to treat themselves. So don't feel like it's an all or nothing deal and that um, all bets are off if you have a little bit of sugar and so you might as well go off your whole protocol. That's, that's all I'm saying. And there's lots of other ways to um, evolve into a happier person. I mean, it could be saving more money. It could be um, um, being more, more sustainable in your home, um, not buying fast fashion or minimizing the stuff in your house, um, getting rid of things, giving it to great organizations, um, even just organizing your home. Because uh, when you have a lot of clutter in your house, it does clutter the brain. So. For feng shui purposes, it's always great to have a clean, streamlined house. And of course, these are all just ideas that I'm throwing out there. You don't have to do everything, and you don't even have to do anything I'm talking about. But I'm trying to plant some seeds that you can um, grow. And and these things are designed to have give you more space in your life, more um, happiness in your brain, more more love in your life maybe, and just more well-being. Um, you know, for some people, they want to ponder a, a job change, a career change, um, maybe finding their life purpose. That's a great thing to do for 2020 as well. And for me, with my, my word being clarity for the year, that would be a great thing is just to think about how I work and am I working smart and am I giving back and how, how can I help people more? Because my job is really all about helping and um, facilitating people to be their best selves. So I, I, I do often sit and ponder, you know, how can I be a better practitioner? How can I be a better person? And that is um, part of the thing that makes me happy. That's not for everybody, but it is who I am. So, you know, do you want to get, do, do you want to advance in your career? Do you want to find a different passion? Do you want to find a side gig? Great, I encourage you to do so. Do you want to get more involved in the community? Um, what ways do you want to share your, who you are? Um, do you want to reduce the carbon footprint of the planet? Do you want to um, feed the homeless? You know, it, it, it's different strokes for different folks. It, different things make people tick. But I encourage you to find some things that make you happy. Incorporate them in your life. It's much more sustainable. Um, and be open. Be, be like a child where you look at the world as a a fun place that, with wonder that there's there's always something new and happy that you can incorporate. Anyway, I wish you a very happy new year. I know 2020 is going to be a great year. Let's let's find some health and happiness and well-being. And if you have any ideas you want to share with me, please feel free to email me, nancy at holistichaven.com. I'm always happy to share um, and, I'm, and if you have any questions or if you have some ideas. I know that we've had a kind of an interesting couple years politically and here in Southern California we've had some challenges environmentally. Um, I think that when, when we are happy and healthy, we uplift the energy of the whole planet. So let's do our best to make it a 
fabulous year. 